0: Recording, I am Samuel Finlay, sitting across from me is... Simon Quinn, your boy, Quinny, back for episode 2, I'm loving it. Episode 2,
1: the Quinlay show, we're out here, we made it Quinny, we made it to episode 2.
0: Huge, huge deal. Who would have thought? We're coming up in the world man, it's, we're going in strong, I like it. Episode 1 was good, episode 2 is going to be better.
1: Definitely, and look we've got a packed show for you tonight recording this on Wednesday, the 6th of November. I'm ready, let's jump straight into it. And I wanna talk a little bit about our local team, the Illawarra Hawks. But more specifically, I wanna talk about LaMelo Ball. Now he's been projected as a top pick in next year's NBA draft. Some are even saying number one. The Hawks aren't doing that well at the moment. They're one and seven. But he is balling out currently. No pun intended. He's averaging 13.4 points, 5.8 assists, 6.8 rebounds. However, he's only shooting the ball at 34%. What do you think, Courtney? Is he a number one pick? Is he a top pick even?
0: Honestly, at the moment, I'm still not sold. I know there's a lot of predictions out there that he's going to be like the number one pick overall like a top pick but for me i feel like you said before he's not a great shooter you gotta get better at shooting if you want to be in the nba it's obviously a shooting kind of league but like you said he's good at penetrating he's good driving to the rim he's a good pass he's a good passer a great vision he's not a great defender though i feel like he reaches a bit too much so i think he needs to kind of step up his d a bit more and again sometimes i just feel with the hawks he's not aggressive enough for my liking but in saying that he had his best game of the season a few days ago into Brisbane Bullets where he had 19 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. That's solid numbers. If he keeps those numbers up, then I'm sold.
1: Yeah, that's right. And as I spoke about, he's putting up numbers and people are going to look at that and say, wow, he's impressive. And you know, you've know, got to keep in mind, this is in the NBL 10-minute quarters, so you're not going to see 20 and 10 type of numbers But what's most impressed me this season has been his ability to pass the ball. He's one of those players that just has that natural skill to find his teammates when they're open in the right positions. He's flashy. He can do it multiple ways. And he's a great penetrating guard, as you said. Obviously, as I mentioned, 34% from the field. His shot really worries me. Not only his percentage, but his uh, shooting style really worries me. Sort of shoots it from his hip, shoots it really low, uh, and uh, you know Lonzo Ball, his his brother, plays for the Pelicans. It's obviously been well documented. It's been in the media. His shot looks somewhat odd. You know, he sort of shoots across his body. He's changed that slightly and has improved since he first was playing for the Lakers. But I think that's one thing he does need to improve. But look, he has got the potential certainly to go as a top pick number 1 i mean that's that's hard to know it also depends which team gets a number 1 pick and what direction they want to go with but i think the the big problem is the hawks need to win some games and i don't know where how closely scouts will look at that but i feel like one and seven now they don't have aaron brooks i can't see the hawks making it to the playoffs this year but here's another question for you, Quinny. Will he even last the season in Illawarra? The Illawarra, I should say.
0: I think he will, just because he's on that, that two-year two contract with the, like, the NBA and the NBL, the agreement. And I think, I understand, like maybe he might want to leave. But again, I think if he leaves, it shows a bit of lack of leadership there. And I think it will give him a bad like, rap. So I feel like he will play out the rest of the year. And I don't know how much better the Hawks are going to go and hopefully he doesn't get over it too quickly but I do feel like he's got to stay because honestly where else would he go where's he got to go to play because he's playing like NBL is obviously it's a bit slower than the NBA but it's good experience for him he's around bigger bodies and I think that will help him in the long haul if he wants to be a top pick but I I just don't see him like where else is he going to go that's what I mean
1: well that's right I mean that is the big question where else is he going to go and as you said the NBA draft isn't until next year so if he was to leave soon, he's got a long time of not playing, and that's going to certainly hurt his draft stock. Also, it doesn't look good leaving when your team's one and seven. You know, I think teams will look at that and say, hmm, when the going got tough, he just left. Like that's not a good look. Um, as you said, he's on that that uh, sort of the contract where whichever team drafts him, I believe, pays the NBL back. So both the NBL and the Hawks are going to want to keep him around. That's for sure. Especially now that Aaron Brooks is, has gone because they need to find another import. And then if they lose a mellow ball, they've got to find another player to step in. And really, because he's really the only one on that roster right now that can create a shot and can penetrate and actually do something for them offensively because we haven't seen it from Blanchfield this season we haven't really seen it from anyone else unfortunately so yeah I, I don't think he's going to go anywhere will he be a number one pick I don't know but it's great to say that our Little War Hawks the Little War Hawks that you know only a number of years ago were almost going to be out of the league have a potential number one draft pick in the NBA it's pretty cool
0: that is pretty cool huge too for like the, the NBL as well and even just Ill War in general like getting them on the map because he'll be get some more, but he's getting obviously a lot of media attention. We pretty much got a new sponsor because of him, like Slam Magazine. Yeah, Slam so Magazine. I think it's been good for us. Hopefully, he sticks around, but I guess we'll have to wait and see.
1: That's right. And Quinny, I can't believe I didn't mention this at the start of the podcast. You're sitting here across from me, and you got this Mo going on, celebrating Movember, I'm sure. Talk to me. Movember, is this, is this what you're doing this month?
0: Yeah, so, I just felt like, you know, I thought I'd... Might grow a mo, mix it up. As you all know, I'm not very hairy. I'm not a hairy person, <laughs> so generally it takes me a while to grow any sort of facial hair. But I thought, you know what, it's for a good cause. I'm um, growing my mo. It doesn't look too bad. I've got a lot of inspiration from my boy Chris Stringer. Obviously, he's got Shout a great Chris. he's got a great mo. His mo's just got the curls. It's got the length. Big fan of it, and that's my aim. That's my end game. Go try and get that mo.
1: Well, we're not up to our bold predictions section just yet. But here's a bold prediction for you. Chris Stringer, does he have the best mo in Wollongong?
0: Hands down. <laughs> I haven't seen, other than mine, mine's pretty good. But I think his one probably is, you know, top of the line. It's a handy looking mo. He's done well.
1: For people that don't even know who he is, they're just going to see him in the street and go, oh, that must be the guy Quinny and Sizzle were talking about on the podcast. That guy's got the best mo in Wollongong.
0: <laughs> so shout out to Chris Stringer.
1: Shout out to Chris. And, and what, what are we talking about next, Quinny?
0: All right, so I know you're a huge fan of this guy. He's had a few up and down seasons the last few years, but this year he's really kind of changed and I think he's looking really good. He plays for the Lakers at the moment. He's your boy. Used to love the double sleeve, the two Adidas sleeves, Superman in the house. (laughs) Talk to me about how you feel Dwight Howard's been going this year. Have you been impressed with him?
1: I've been very impressed with Dwight Howard this season. As you said, I used to be a massive Dwight Howard fan. When he was in Orlando, I loved him. I loved watching him. I loved the way he played. He was unstoppable around the rim. He got every rebound that was close to him. Basically blocked every shot that went up in front of him. He was impressive. And obviously, the last few seasons have not gone the way he would have liked. Since leaving Orlando and joining the Lakers, his career trajectory really changed. And, you know, a lot of people can attribute that and to injuries and to the teams he was on, the situations he was on, you know, playing with Kobe, then playing with Harden, you know, playing in Atlanta and Charlotte. Probably not the most ideal situations, but I think the biggest thing with Dwight Howard is he's changed the way he thinks in terms of the player he is. The last few seasons, he was still trying to be Superman. He was still trying to be that all-star. You know, he's an eight-time all-star eight-time All-NBA player. He's a five-time All-Defensive. He's a three-time Defensive player. Of the year. This is a guy that was still trying to be that potential MVP and All-Star, and he just wasn't. He's really embraced his role, and that's coming off the bench. That's playing with high energy. That's grabbing rebounds. That's blocking shots. That's catching lobs. It's LeBron, James, and Anthony Davis's team. It's not Dwight Howard. It's not even close to being his team. And he's just fit in perfectly. It's almost like he's on this redeem tour right now and he's really redeeming himself. And I'm enjoying seeing all this positive news about him because I've liked watching him over the years. I like his style of play. And I mean, the NBA has changed. It's not this back to the basket uh, way of basketball anymore. So he's had to adapt to that. And that's been one of his struggles because he can't shoot the ball. But look, he's playing well at the moment. The Lakers are rolling. He's coming off the bench and he's putting up good numbers in minutes that he, you know, really should have played probably the last few years. So I want to keep seeing it, and yeah, it's it's just fun, fun times for the Lakers.
0: It's good to see because, like, he's obviously apparently this year he's leading the league in blocks per game, which is pretty impressive. We haven't seen Dwight do that in a long time, not since like 2011. So. It's good to see that he's happy on the on the court and he's playing well.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's putting up almost seven points over eight rebounds. He's shooting the ball almost 80%, so that, you know, goes to show that he's really only just, you know, uh, dunking um, shots around the rim. And he's got a PER of 22.2, so it's pretty good. It's all you need. It's not bad. Uh, earlier, we spoke about injuries. And, Quinny, I'm going to segue into another player that's injured in a different sport, and that's NFL, a player that I also hold close to my heart, and that's one Cam Newton from the Carolina Panthers. He's out. He's on the injury reserve, Quinny. Is this... Well, I'm going to throw two things at you. Is this the end of Cam Newton's time at the Carolina Panthers, and what does this mean for his career overall?
0: Two good questions there. I honestly, Cam Newton, I think, I feel he will be there probably for at least another year. I'm pretty sure he's still under contract. And obviously the coach and staff still love him. He's been there for so long. So I think the franchise probably feels like they... Former MVP. Former MVP, yeah. So he had a good season that year. They got to the Super Bowl. So he's obviously not a scrub. He knows what he's doing. But it's, you know, it's a shame to see because, you know... Injuring his ankle, he had a bad shoulder last season. So at the moment, you've seen this with heaps of players. Once they start to get injured, it keeps creeping up and they're just not the same player anymore. Because look at Cam Newton, the last few seasons, not really scrambling as much as he used to, very much trying to make him be like that pocket passer. And I just don't think that suits his game style. And I don't know if Panthers are kind of going to keep leaning in that direction just simply because, you know, Kyle Allen's been playing for them this year. I think he's 4-1 as a starter. So he's a really good player backup quarterback and the way that he's playing I think it gives you know Cam a bit of competition for next season and in regards to his career he was always he's always been a pretty good player but obviously he's never got a Super Bowl ring before and I think these injuries might affect that because I don't know if he was going to get many more opportunities but overall like he was pretty much Michael Vick but bigger stronger and could still throw a lot of yards too so and
1: might I add, he uh, was my quarterback last year yes, in fantasy football and I actually went on to win the league. I'm not doing too well this year. <laughs> Currently well out of the playoff picture.
0: Yeah, he's not going great this year, old sizzle. But you know, he's, he's got a positive mindset. He might, you know, creep up the ladder again, but I just don't see it happening. Sorry, man.
1: Well, if... He, I'm going to pose a few situations to you here, Quinny. If he is to leave, here's some teams that he could potentially... End up on. What do you think? Where do you think he would suit best out of these teams? All right, you ready? So yep. the first team, I'll give you the list. Then you, you, you know, you give me what you think. Chicago Bears, team number one. Team number two, the Denver Broncos. Team number three, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Team number four, the Tennessee Titans. And I'll throw in team number five just for fun. I don't think it'll happen because they're currently not doing well and they're. You know they might draft someone like Tua, but the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals.
0: That's a lot of teams to choose from. Uh, when it comes to the Bengals, though, I don't think I don't see him going there. As you said, they're pretty much tanking this season, so they're trying to get a new QB, like a quarterback. So Tua's obviously on their radar. So I honestly don't think he'd fit there because they're obviously in a rebuilding stage. And I think at the moment Cam Newton probably needs to be at a team that probably has playoff, you know, aspirations. So I don't see Bengals. Uh, Titans, again, I don't know about them because they got Ryan Tannehill and Marcus Mariota, so they've still got those two quarterbacks. And again, I don't know if he's needed there because they've already got two quarterbacks that are you know, trying to play out that spot. Uh, Tampa Bay could be possible, but I just don't know if he's going to join like a division rival and... I just like they again. They got Jameis Winston, and I still think the coach is pretty sold on him. But like I could see him there because he's got some weapons there that he might be able to work with, like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, those kind of players. But I just don't see it happening. Denver, mm, not too sure about them either because obviously they're kind of in a rebuilding phase as well. I honestly reckon the best team for him would be Chicago Bears, elite defense just if not great quarterback play at the moment. And I don't think Mitch Trubisky's is the answer there. So I think Cam Newton would probably suit the Bears the most. They've got some good weapons on there. Like Alan Robertson's a decent receiver. Their running back's pretty good, Montgomery. He's pretty handy as well. Their D's really good. So I honestly reckon it'd probably, for me, if it was me, I'd probably say he'd most likely end up at the Bears.
1: Yeah, look, I'm going to agree with you as well. I think the Bears would be a perfect situation with him. As you mentioned, great defense in Chicago there. They're a team that obviously wants to win now and you're not going to pick up Cam Newton because you want to win in a few years because who knows what's going to happen with him, especially coming off this injury. And like you said, he's had shoulder injuries and concerns. But if he can come back healthy and start fresh next season, he could be the perfect player for them to go deep into the playoffs with that defense. And, you know, with that, I mean, they've got some stars potentially, Montgomery running back that you know give him another season. So, this is the team that I think he could fit really well into. So, yeah, I'm gonna go the the Bears as well. I, you know, I threw those other teams out there, but I don't think he really suits any of those. I think
0: Bears are the best, like, elite defense. Just need that QB to go kind of get them to that next level, I think.
1: I would agree. Yeah. This has been the show of Superman, hasn't it? Yeah. Dwight Howard, Superman,
0: Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Superman, Superman. Why not? Superman. <laughs> Superman, all right.
1: Yeah. That could be the the episode name.
0: Superman. So, we've been talking a bit about, you know, NFL basketball. Maybe let's kind of, you know, switch the let's switch it up a bit.
1: Yeah, we like to give the people so what they want, a bit of everything.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, obviously, there's a lot of talk. There's a lot of hype around it. We mentioned it last week, so I'm talking about Disney Plus. I'm really just want to ask you, Sizzle. We looked at it briefly last week, but what are you looking most forward to when it comes to Disney Plus? What are some things that you're super excited for? Hit me.
1: Yeah, look, um, it launches very soon. I cannot wait. I'm a big fan of Disney. I'm a big fan of, you know, basically all the content they put out. Big Marvel guy. Big Star Wars guy. Um, I don't even mind National Geographic to be honest and that's also going to be part of Disney Plus what am I looking forward to most and we spoke about this in episode one certainly I'm looking forward to The Mandalorian that is going to be amazing I love Star Wars so do you it's going to be great to have a show that's you know week by week rather than you know one movie wait another year another movie wait another year so I think that's going to be great but my one true love from Disney is Marvel, and I can't wait for phase four. We've got some really exciting things coming from the Marvel universe, um, particularly some of the TV shows. And one of them I'm really looking forward to, and this is probably, yeah, I would say it's probably the show that I'm looking forward to most out of any, other than maybe the next Game of Thrones that we also spoke about last week. But that's the Loki show. As you know, I'm a big Thor fan, Thor's probably we my love favorite. Thor. Marvel superhero, and Loki's actually one of my favourite, I guess you'd kind of call him an anti-hero, right? Like, he's not really a hero, he's not really a villain, but I find his story fascinating, and I can't wait to watch the Loki show that's coming. There's also some other great shows coming as well, I think believe, uh, Black, uh, is Blackhawk getting a show as well, I believe? I think so, I think
0: they've just got to roll out a lot of, they got the rights to Marvel now, man, they got to go to town on it they got to milk it as much as they can, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. And I mean, I said Black Hawk, I meant Hawkeye, rather. Um, Yeah. And you've got, you know, What If? That is going to be a pretty interesting show as well. You've got WandaVision, also going to be super interesting. Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
0: That would be a good one. I like the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's cool. But here's my
1: question to you. In that show, does the Falcon, I mean, he has the, the shield, right?
0: He has a shield now. Yep.
1: So is he Captain America? Essentially,
0: I feel like he's not Captain America because there is only one Captain America. I honestly think he's still just what's he called again? The black? What's his name again?
1: Well, the Falcon. The Falcon.
0: Think. Sorry, I reckon. I honestly think he'll just be the Falcon. He's just got Captain America's shield as like an extra weapon. So I don't know if he'll be. I guess he might be seen as that symbol for like the next big hero to follow. But I'm kind of more keen to see like the Winter Soldier. I'm I'm more interested in that character as opposed to Falcon. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So look, I can't wait
1: for those shows. Obviously, you've got the Marvel movies, Thor, Love and Thunder coming. You've got the next Spider-Man coming, the next Doctor Strange, uh, Black Widows, the Eternals, uh, even the next Guardians of the Galaxy. But they're probably more going to be movie releases rather than Disney+. Um, So yeah, I think I'm most looking forward to Loki, the show coming out. Also, I mean, it's going to be great to have all those Disney classics. Yeah, that's right. I love in classic the Disney. the one place. And here's a question for you, Quinny. I'm ready. Your favorite Disney movie. So I'm, I'm just talking about like Disney animated kids movies. So like put aside Marvel, put aside Star Wars.
0: This is tough. I've got so many that I like. Just one? Just one. I think out of all of my the classic ones, it's not very. It's very underrated. There's not much hype about it, but it was critically acclaimed. I love Alice in Wonderland. Ooh. Huge Alice in Wonderland nice. fan. I've always loved that story. That. Alice in Wonderland. I'm a big fan of that story. Martin couldn't we know that? Shout out to Marty again. He knows that I love. I love me some Alice in Wonderland. I've read the books. Really interested in Lewis Carroll, the author as well. So I just I've always been fascinated with that one. And that's probably one of the earliest ones I saw out of the classic. Uh, movies but in saying that it's so hard like there's so many good ones but I'm going to go out there I'm going Alice in Wonderland I like it what about you? as you know Quinny I mean I, I
1: love them all let's you know I'll just say that first of all there's not really many Disney movies I don't like but as you know love food love cooking I don't love rats but my favourite <laughs> no movie one is Ratatouille <laughs> underrated
0: I don't know I don't know if that's classic Disney well I feel like classic Disney's from like nineteen like thirty nine well, to like nineteen sixty. I did in that ask,
1: range. I, technically, I didn't ask classic Disney. Well, I you just did. said Disney. Oh, so okay. if, Sorry,
0: if, sorry, sorry.
1: Okay, if we if, if we're just talking classic, I'm talking
0: real classic, like the original classic ones, not the ones in the two thousands. All right, throw it at me. Okay. What you go to? So if We're just Ratatouille t- is good though. I'm sorry to shut that I shut you down, but I'm thinking classic Disney.
1: All right. Well, if we're just talking classic.
0: Oh, that's tough. I mean... I've got a few that I reckon you might
1: like, but I want to see what you say. This this is one I actually really loved and I also probably underrated. And I mean, there's, it's hard because there's so many, you know. I loved Aladdin. I loved obviously oh. Lion King's one that I loved. Um, Jungle Book, great. Um, oh man, there's so many.
0: Jungle Book's great. Oh, true.
1: this one actually, I don't know why I really loved it, was Bedknocks and Broomsticks i loved it
0: classic that's a good one
1: the flying bed the soccer game or the football match um you got the lion you got the bear you got like uh animation and you've got real actors in there real people
0: it was great yeah it's good because one of the earlier ones where they did like live action with animation so they did like mary poppins as well which is a classic
1: ahead of its time that came out in 1971
0: yeah that's a good one and then the they put the bulb on the bed, man. The bed starts to shake and it like flies. That's sick. Good graphics too. Animation was pretty awesome back then. Like the 1970, 1971, that's a pretty cool, cool movie to put together.
1: That's impressive. I was actually surprised it came out that long ago. I just read that. Classic. Like, wow. <laughs> so Bed knocks and Broomsticks for me. Quinny. Now I think it's time, Quinny.
0: What's the time for, sizzle? So last week we made some bold predictions.
1: And we're going to keep track of these bold predictions as we go throughout. So you made a prediction. Yes, a I did. A big do. prediction, a bold prediction. And I made one also. And they were you know, predictions that we we're always going to review on today's show. It was to do with NFL. It was to do with NFL fantasy. It was to do with two players. One on your team, one on mine. Two running backs. You had Le'Veon Bell on your team. You predicted he would get over 20 points. Big prediction, but playing against the Miami Dolphins, a team that, if any, he was going to really dominate against. And then my prediction was for Melvin Gordon, who I have on my team to get over 20 points as well against the Green Bay Packers, which seemed a little more unachievable. However, Melvin Gordon came through in the clutch Well, not even in the clutch. He came through early, in fact, scoring very early on in the game. He had 22.9 points, went for 80 yards, two touchdowns. My bold prediction came true. Unfortunately, I didn't win in fantasy, but we don't need to talk about that.
0: Loss again, but I won, so, you know. That's aside
1: the point. (laughs) Le'Veon Bell, what did he get, Quinny? Did he get you that 20 or plus?
0: I wish he did. It was brutal. I was devastated. Unfortunately, he didn't get me over 20 points. He got me 12.1 points. So that wasn't ideal at all. And to make matters worse, he got injured as well. He had a sore knee after the game. He had to get an MRI. But according to Adam Scheffner, which was good to see, was apparently his knee is fine. Although... But in saying that, I'm going to mix it up. He's been starting as my running back one for the last uh, nine weeks. This week, I'm throwing it out there. He's starting as my flex demoted to the
1: flex now this is a player i actually almost traded for but you know we couldn't get we couldn't get a deal to go through it just you know wouldn't happen quinney was asking for too much you'd make a you'd make a tough gm if you're in the nfl quinney but one thing to also note the jets have promoted josh adams from their practice squad so Keep an eye on that for your
0: fantasy team. Yeah, I did read that, and then I was I saw that, but then I did read the article about Adam Schefter, who confirmed that the knee wasn't serious. Well, Adam Scheffner doesn't but
1: often get things wrong. So, so yeah, that makes it one nil so far to me, Quinny.
0: Not entirely correct. Oh, you forgot my other prediction that I made. Still, never get too oh, overconfident. So, my other prediction, for those that were listening, if you might have missed it, I my, I predicted that Lamar Jackson would dominate the Patriots' D. And he did indeed. He ended up with one passing and two rushing touchdowns. Pretty solid against pretty much the best team in the NFL, the best defense. So, Lamar Jackson, thank you. But Sizzle, like I said, game on. It's one all.
1: It is one all. And obviously, we've made some predictions that We'll look at down the line. You predicted outrageously the Saints to win. How's that outrageous? (laughs) The Super Bowl. Outrageous. Uh, So, you know, we'll revisit those in time. And yeah, Quinny is wearing a Saints t-shirt as we record the podcast right now. So those were last week's bold predictions. Now let's make some new predictions, Quinny.
0: I'm ready. You go first this time.
1: All right, I'm going to go first. Now we've sort of touched on these two somewhat earlier in this podcast, but my first bold prediction is for our beloved Wollongong, or I should say Illawarra Hawks. Currently one and seven. Not looking good. Have only won one game at home. But my prediction is, Quinny, they win their first away game this weekend in Cairns against the two and seven Taipans. We have looked awful on the road. We've been blown out pretty much every away game except for the game against the Phoenix. We obviously don't have Aaron Brooks anymore. We haven't filled that import spot as of yet. But I feel like if there's going to be a week where we can actually win away, it's going to be in Cairns. It's not that a bold prediction,
0: but it's a prediction nonetheless.
1: Illawarra Hawks to win their first away game this weekend.
0: I like it. I think that is achievable because we know the cans aren't great either. They're 2-7, and seven, so they're pretty much bottom of the barrel as well. And I feel like maybe the Hawks might finally step up and you know get plenty a win because, man, we need one. We are stinking right now. I've watched a few games on TV. I can't stand going to a live game. It's just <laughs> it's just yeah. too much, man.
1: You, you bowed out. I mean, you came to the first. The first two? game
0: was good. Or did you only come to, the, I first came to one? the first I went to the first home game, which was awesome because it was like a close game. The ball was there, you know, big ball of brand. But <laughs> getting photos at time. Yeah, Sizzle's been asking me to come back. I'm like, I can't do it, man. So I've just been watching it on TV.
1: They won't do it. But this weekend, maybe they'll get a win and then you'll potentially come to the next home game. That's going to be a challenge I throw to you. If the Wollongong Hawks, I keep calling them Wollongong, I'm so used to it. The Illawarra Hawks win this weekend, you need to come to the next home game with me.
0: Lock it in. I'll come. Lock Guaranteed, in. I'll come. Lock it in, guys. If the Illawarra Hawks win, Quinny's going to the game. He's coming back to the WEC. Back to the coming home. Back to the, back to the pit. field,
1: <laughs> Back to the sandpit. Uh, classy. <laughs> All right. My next bold prediction. You mentioned this player earlier from a prediction from last week. But I'm going to make a bold prediction about this specific player and about a specific award in the NFL. It's Lamar Jackson. My bold prediction is he is going to overcome Russell Wilson, who's probably leading MVP candidate right now. I think it's Lamar Jackson's to win. I think he's going to win MVP of the NFL this season. He's currently thrown for 1,813 yards, 12 touchdowns. He's only thrown five interceptions. He's also rushed for 637 yards and rushed for five touchdowns. He's looking composed, especially this week against the Patriots. He's through for zero, not one interception against the defense that made Sam Darnold say when he was mic'd up on the sideline to one of his coaches. And I quote, I'm seeing ghosts. Kids see ghosts sometimes. <laughs> great a, album. Great album. Hey, Cuddy come on. If you, if, if, you, if you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome. We can get on here and talk about your next project. But... Um- Back to my prediction, Lamar Jackson to win MVP. Your thoughts?
0: That's a good prediction. Like it is quite. I wouldn't say it's like it's it's bold. There's a lot of good candidates out there, but there's no reason why Lamar Jackson, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, there's no reason why he can't get MVP. Like the Ravens keep winning games, that will make him. I reckon his ratings will keep going up. I think at the moment it's probably between him and Wilson at the moment. So that's what I'm mm. thinking. But I mean, McCaffrey maybe McCaffrey as well. But in saying that, I think Ravens. I don't know. I just think the Ravens. There's something. There's something special about that team. Like they just. just they just pretty much smashed the Patriots. So yeah, I think it's it's there. Like he can pass a bit better now. Like he can rush. He's a freak. He's a freak athlete. Why not? Could be possible. Yeah,
1: and look. I think it's going to be very interesting come the end of the season because as you said, you've got Russell Wilson, who you have in your fantasy team. He is looking good right now. Christian McCaffney also looking very good right now. So it's going to be interesting. But that's a prediction I'm willing to throw out there. Lamar Jackson to win MVP. Now, I've only got two bold predictions. So that means it's your turn now to make a few. What I've got a got few.
0: I have three, so I hope that's okay. So my first one, you gotta love this one, Sizzle. Um Le'Veon Belkow to win NFL Fantasy this year. I'm currently second and I'm six wow. and three overall. Wow. I'm coming for the ship. I'm coming for that money, man. That's big. Huge. That's huge.
1: Now Quinny, I really don't want this prediction to come true. Cause I obviously want to win NFL fantasy you've definitely got a better shot right now, but I'm going to say you're not going to win it. I'm going to go against that. And you know what? I'm going to throw another... I only had two bold predictions for this podcast, but I'm going to throw another one. Yes, I
0: like it. I love it. Raw, give me another one. Throw it at me.
1: My bold prediction is that I'm going to make the playoffs for fantasy. I'm currently third last. (laughs) I'm currently not in position to make the playoffs at three and six... But there's a few weeks to go. There's time for me to put some wins together. I mean, it's a 10-team league. So really, six teams make the postseason. My prediction is I'm going to make it. And I hope your prediction, I really hope your prediction is not going to come to fruition. I'm sorry. That's okay. Give we'll me see another what one. I don't want to talk about you winning the right. fantasy
0: ever again. It's going to happen. So my next prediction for you, Sizzle. Are you ready? I'm ready. I was born ready. Good. Lance Stevenson, born ready. <laughs> <laughs> His nickname, you know. We were talking about nicknames last Yeah, nicknames. Week? You're right. You're right. Swaggy L? Swaggy L. Really? Swaggy L. For our back. He had another triple double the other day. Just saying. It's All right. Done. All right. My next prediction for you, Sizzle LeBron James, to win the NBA MVP this year. Lakers are 6 and 1, they're top of the West, and he had 30, 10 11 today. And he's had three games in a row now where he's had a triple double. Is the king returning and is he going to claim his throne again?
1: Look, I can't see why not. He continues to amaze year after year and continues to prove that he is one of, if not the best basketball player on this planet. So I can't see why not. I mean, obviously, the Lakers are going to make it to the playoffs and they're going to do pretty well. So that's a tick. That's what you look for. He's going to put up numbers. That's a tick. He currently is. You know, he's you know almost throwing up a triple-double. That's obviously going to be something that we look at and say, yeah, that's MVP numbers. But, and this can go either way. you got Anthony Davis on his team. Does that hurt him or does that help him? It might hurt him because they might look at Anthony Davis at the end of the year and say he's more of an MVP candidate or might say, well, he's got Anthony Davis on his team. So, you know, if there's someone on a team that, doesn't have another weapon, you know, maybe a Damian Lillard or someone like that who not to say Damian Lillard's in front of him by any stretch because he's not. LeBron's certainly in front of him in MVP, in MVP race right now. But it'll be interesting to see how that Anthony Davis pairing, whether it hurts or helps his candidacy for MVP. But I could certainly see it happening. And you know what? I would be quite happy if he did win MVP because I think he's been really Ripped off a few seasons by not winning MVP. I think, you know, not dissing Derek Rose or anything, but I don't think Derek Rose should have won MVP the year he did. I think that was LeBron's. So I'd like to see him win another MVP. I really would. I mean, I had a bold prediction, which I was going to make last week, and that was Steph Curry to win MVP. Obviously, he had to scrap that because he had that injury. So, yeah, give the King another MVP trophy.
0: I like it. Let him sit
1: on that throne again.
0: All right. My last one for you this week. Again, close to home, for myself anyway. Uh, Russell Wilson to win the NFL MVP. Ooh, 22 touchdowns, one interception this season. 118.2 QB rating, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that is nuts. Seahawks are 7-2. And, and They've only lost to the Saints and the Ravens. And his numbers right now, I'm telling you, he's my prediction for the MVP. What do you reckon? Look, he certainly... The front runner right now, like I
1: said, I, you know, as a bold prediction I made was Lamar Jackson to MVP. He's nowhere near him in touchdowns, and he's, he's thrown five interceptions to Wilson's one. Is that correct? He's done one. He's inter- one.
0: Twenty-two to one. Wow,
1: that's impressive. So I mean, you look at those numbers and you say, hand him the MVP trophy right now. But there's still games to be played, so we will see. Obviously, I want Lamar Jackson to an MVP. And I don't want Russell Wilson to win it because that's your prediction against mine. But I think it's a solid pick. And I also don't want him to win it because that means he'll keep putting up good fantasy points and that means you'll win games and that might mean you win fantasy. So let's hope he doesn't win MVP.
0: (laughs) Oh, I like it. So we spoke about it today. New segment for the podcast. Yes, new segment. I like it. We're, we're, We're
1: adding to this podcast every week.
0: If you want some more, if you want some more topics, throw them at us. Get at us. We've got an email
1: now, Quinny. It's quinlayshow at gmail.com. Send us an email. Or you know, hit us up on Instagram. I'm at Samuel Finlay. I don't know what you I'm at is.
0: squin ten thirty eight. So oh. if you want to hit me up, <laughs> uh, it's a good, it's a great Instagram name, right? <laughs> anyway, so we decided we call it shout out of the week. So this can be anything. I mean anything you want. Shout out to anybody. It can be food, it can be somebody you know, it could be somebody you don't know, whoever it is, shout out of the week. So, Sizzle, as our debut for this segment, I'm going to ask you to please give me your shout out for the week.
1: <clears throat> All right. My shout out of the week. It's not a human being. Like we said, it
0: can be anything.
1: It's an animal. It's a cat. It's a black cat. It's a black cat that made its debut. Monday Night Football, Cowboys versus the Giants. Black Cat ran onto the field. It set social media on fire. There was memes left, right, and center. I'm giving a shout out and big ups to that cat who made it onto the field. Got into the end zone as well. Touchdown. (laughs) Touchdown for the cat. Shout out to the Black Cat. Hope it's doing well and getting fed and
0: being looked after. (laughs) Surely. Who's your shout out? All right. Again, my shout out. It has to be shout out to Russell Wilson for single-handedly winning my fantasy matchup this week. 39.2 points from your quarterback. That's what I want. He pretty much helped me win my matchup. So thank you, Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, let's move on because I don't want to talk about you winning fantasy for much longer. (laughs) So, Quirinho, I gave you some quick questions last week. It's time for you to give me some quick questions. I'm ready. I've been preparing all day. Not that I know what you're going to ask me, but nonetheless, I've been preparing all day. Hit me. What have you got?
0: I'm ready. Right, I like it because i got a, a bit of a mixed bag here. so right, I like it. First question, Sizzle. Let's if you ahead. could have a superpower, what would it be? Teleportation. Why teleportation?
1: Because I could literally go anywhere instantly. It'd be amazing. I like I think it. Think about travel. I want to be on a beach in the Bahamas. Bang. I can go. I want to be at the NFL Super Bowl. Bang. I can go. I can just teleport straight into the stadium. Imagine it. It'd be awesome.
0: All right. Teleportation. All right. Next one for you. Again, we mentioned, we touched on this a bit earlier in this podcast. All right. What character in the Marvel Universe do you think relates to you the most? Ooh. I thought you might like that one.
1: Yeah. Now that is a good question. I don't know if that's a quick question because that's going to take me some time. You're on the clock. To think about, look, yeah, Whew. that's hard. How about you go to the next one? I'll come back to that one at All the right. end. Okay. I'm going to revisit that.
0: This one, this one's a bit easier. I think I already know the answer to this one. I'm going to throw it at you. All right. Are you ready? Yep. Adidas or Nike? Nike. Why Nike? I
1: mean, it's, it's the swoosh.
0: That's all we need. All right, this one I'm super interested to know. All right, for any Dragon Ball Z fans out there, this one's for you. All right, Sizzle. The Namek Saga or the Cell Saga? Ooh,
1: now that is controversial. Oh, that's so hard.
0: I knew I'd get him on this one. That's so hard. They're both so good.
1: You have got me. Look, I'm a big Vegeta fan. He's, like, by far my favorite. And he has his ups and downs in both. I think I'm going to... Uh, I think I'm going to go the...
0: I uh, think I have to go the Freezer Saga. Ooh, the Namek. So the one on Namek with yeah, Freezer. I think okay. I'm going to go... I like it. Why so? Uh,
1: oh, Then again. Actually, no. I'm oh, it's back. changed. Whoa. I'm, 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 okay, I'm, that's
0: I'm, controversial. You can't just... Okay. Because
1: I had to think about that. I had to think about Vegeta, take him into consideration as I always do when it comes to Dragon Ball Z. And I want some Super Saiyan Vegeta in there. So, I'm going the Android Cell Saga.
0: I like it. Okay. Bang. All right. So, if you thought of the one about the Marvel Universe, which character do you think you relate to the most? Yeah, look. Come on, hit us. We're ready. I do. You, know,
1: you could easily say, oh, Thor. I relate to Thor the most because he's my favorite character. But I don't think I relate to him the most. I think I relate to... Now, I mean, I'd like to, after I tell you who I relate to, I'd like you to tell me who you think I relate to best. <laughs> you gotta But you I can't. feel like... I feel like... I've got him. You have got me. <laughs> I'm stalling for time here. You're killing us. What's going on? Come on. Look, I feel like I'm a cross between... I'm going to throw two. I'm a mix between Captain America and Ant-Man. I like it because you know I like to live a certain way you know I think Captain America you know he's very uh, noble and you know he lives up to a certain set of standards Um, but I'm also I also like to have a joke you know I can be a bit clumsy sometimes I feel like I've got a bit of Ant-Man in me too
0: I like it big fan I thought I'd like that question who
1: do you like that is so hard you know what I, I did not feel like that's a quick question oh sorry well
0: I thought but I had to say something about Marvel because we were talking I, about I
1: really, no that's an amazing question who do you think you relate to the most
0: uh, I'm also a mix I think I'm a mixture between Peter Quill Star-Lord Ooh You know, a bit yeah, of a character. I, I, I'm kinda of, you know, I like to have a bit of a laugh. I don't take stuff. I don't too even seriously. feel like you're a
1: mix. I feel like you're Oh okay, like well I won't like, be a mix. No going to be, be a mix, give me what you No nah,
0: no. Nah. Oh, okay, so I'm gonna say Yeah. Peter Quell. So I'm obviously star Star Lord. Big fan of him, like you know, he's got a, he's a character, he's funny, you know, he's a little bit up himself sometimes. But over that he's like, you know, he's a good leader. And I think the other person I'd relate to is Captain America as well. Like a loyal kind of guy as well. So they're probably the two characters that I would say I relate to the most, but that's just me. I don't know.
1: No, I think I would go with Star-Lord for you as well. Who would you go for me out of curiosity?
0: I honestly was thinking like Ant-Man and a bit of... uh. But, oh, no, no, no. That's harsh. You're not bad. <laughs> you me. say like the Hulk man. <laughs> Who love nutcase. Yeah, you're man. Nah, <laughs> in all seriousness, I reckon you're like spot on. Captain America and a bit of the Ant-Man too. You're a mixture. But
1: yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. That's
0: a good one. Because I feel like.
1: I, I Family I, I, man. Yeah, family man. I can also be kind of quiet and I can go under the radar a bit.
0: Yeah, actually, you you're know what? You've changed. I've changed my mind. I reckon you're 100% like Hawkeye.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna change it as well. I'm going to go just purely Hawkeye. And
0: I'll go star, killer, slash, Peter Quell. All, All right. right. All so right. your podcast is brought to you by Star Lord and Hawkeye. That's right. But before we go, I have a fan question. That's right. Wow. I already got hit up. We've got by our fans. first
1: fan question.
0: So this is the last thing we'll say, and then. And that we'll call it. For
1: anyone out there, as I have mentioned, you can send us fan questions at simply emailing us, quinlayshow at gmail.com. But I digress, what is your fan okay. question? Okay.
0: i got to set the scene a bit to kind of add to the story. All right. So last week, as you know, we did our first ever podcast, episode one of The Quinley Show. Big success. It got a bit hot and sweaty in here. You know, we got a bit, you know, it was a bit, you know, we we're kind of hyped up. We we're a bit nervous. We we're pumped. So, in the end, we decided to go to the Black Cockatoo for a drink. So, before we went, we decided, you know, we might have to get dressed up, you know, clean up a bit. So, I came with Sizzle into his room just to check out what he was going to be wearing. And then I noticed he pulled out this little bottle that looked like it was medication or some sort of medicine, like drips or something for your eyes. And he ends up spraying it underneath his armpits. I was like, what is that? So, my fan question was, I got hit up by this. Shout out to Michael Murphy. What does it go if you're organic deodorant?
1: I think Murphy, Michael Murphy, Murph deserves my shout out of the week. I take back the black cat, Michael Murphy. Shout out to you. Hey, look, I'm just trying to take care of the way I smell, and the way I present myself. But why organic
0: deodorant? Why is it like a drip? It's like it literally. It's not a spray. you Like. Do a little drip thing under your arm. Oh, it's, it's a spray. Yeah, it's weird. Ch- ch- it looks like it's like glass cleaner for your glasses. You spray it and you know, like clean your glasses. It does look like that. Anyway, that's I was it, just a bit thrown. That's it's... a question. Tell me.
1: <laughs> look, purely, I just I like the smell. It's Aesop deodorant. I know many people that use this. A... Could he shake his head right now? He's not the man to really talk to about
0: organic. <laughs> deodorants
1: I don't, it's not actually organic I don't think I mean I don't know <laughs> whatever it's it is a, it's a natural deodorant I, I sorry remember. organic <laughs> slash natural
0: deodorant that's what we were asking for okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your question Murph I like it
1: as, as I said please send us some questions Show at gmail.com or get at us on social media Samuel Finlay on Instagram what's your handle again squin1038 wow so many numbers <laughs> <laughs> alright I think that's it, Quinny. I think we've come to the end of episode two.
0: I think so, we did too. It. Good. I think it was a good show again. I was happy with the questions that we answered, the topics we spoke about.
1: It was great. And we'll be back, of course, next week. We're going to try to do this weekly. We're going to bring you some more bold predictions. We're going to v- review some from the past week, which we'll be, re- we'll be reviewing. The Laura Hawks game in Cairns, of course. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Until next time, we'll be talking to you then. Peace.
0: Peace out.